Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, it's Doug Gottlieb. You know our trusted partner, Tyrac.com, for fast, free shipping, free roadhouse protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Firestone Destination AT2. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive, simply go to TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. 56% of job seekers say their biggest challenge is finding a job that matches their qualifications, according to an Express Employment Professionals Harris Poll survey. The job search can be a lonely process, but Express Employment Professionals can be your one connection to finding a job that fits. Each year, hundreds of thousands of people find work through their local Express office. Find the location near you at ExpressPros.com. With no fees for job seekers, visit ExpressPros.com. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 5 Eastern, 12 to Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. What up with you, Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Hope you're having a great day. Doug Gottlieb Show broadcast live every day from the Tyrac.com studios. Tyrac.com. We'll help you get there. Unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, over 10,000 recommended installers. Tyrac.com. It's the way the tire buying should be. <laughs> Welcome in. We got a great Dots baseball. Gotta talk some Shohei Otani. Ben Volan's gonna join us in mere moments as the uh, the deadline for uh, teams to sign players to sign their franchise tag uh, not, not sign agree to a long term extension if they have their franchise tag has come and gone. And Saquon Barkley tweeted out, "It is what it is. It is what it is." I'll just t- again I'll I'll reiterate because I iterated earlier. People don't iterate enough; they always reiterate. Did you guys know that? Everyone knows that. Like, what? <laughs> I'm gonna iter- I'm gonna reiterate, but I iterated last hour. It's like, what? What pressure were the Giants really under? Right? Like, worst case scenario, if they want, they can have Saquon Barkley next two years, twenty one million or so. And like, well, how'd you get that math? Well, franchise tag this year is ten million and ten point oh oh nine million. Right? And change. It's, not 11 next year probably a little bit more probably be like 11 million that's 20 million dollars maybe 22 right and you're like you're like wait what like yeah that's there's no negotiation that's the collective bargaining agreement you get past the fifth year option and then if you want you can franchise tag guy negotiate so the giants like all right now you're in the contract for a year and oh yeah by the way like once he signs the contract he can't hold out it's not like he's not going to play this year of course he's going to play 
So all the leverage is in the side of the Giants, right? I, I, we, do you want us to sign sign a guy to a bad contract because he wants to? Why? We got a great contract. If you don't like it, like that's fine. That's fair. You don't have to. You can think it's not equitable for a running back. The team has their rights. It's the collective bargaining agreement. This is the deal. Let's let's bring in Ben Volan. He covers the entire league for the Boston Globe. He joins us in the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Am I wrong? Like what what would what would the push be for the Giants to sign Saquon Barkley to a long term deal when they had him for this year and likely and they can have him for next year in a franchise tag too? Yeah, I guess the only um, the only the only reason that the Giants would want to do it is to keep him happy and so they don't have to go through this headache next year. But you're right. I mean, the teams have all the leverage in this situation, and especially for the running backs, these guys can go kicking and screaming and, and threaten holding, you know, holdouts. Ask Le'Veon Bell how well that holdout worked out for him. Basically, ruined his career. You know, a year off from football can be devastating for these guys when their careers are so short and their earning potential is so short. Um, now, these guys are risking all three. Well, the, the two running backs, uh, Jacobs and Barkley are risking their teams actually they can pull the franchise tag at any time now. Now I'd be shocked if that happened. You know, Saquon Barkley and Josh Jacobs are both immensely popular and uh, in the locker rooms and with the fan bases and I don't think that the teams would want to do that. But they have no leverage and basically all they're gonna do now is threaten to, to sit out the first few weeks of camp. Um, which I think the teams would be happy to let them too, keep them fresh and, and get them ready to go for week one. Um, but at the end of the day, I have a hard time seeing either player actually holding out from the regular season uh, and with going $10.1 million. That's still a lot of money for those guys. Stug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, let, let's, um, let, let's, let's dig in here with, uh, with Josh Jacobs, right? Uh, Josh Jacobs, they're both in a similar spot because they're both very talented, coming off good years, but both drafted by different general managers. Who do you think is in a better spot long term? Saquon Barkley. Uh, Saquon Barkley definitely has the backing of management there. He's he's clearly a, a centerpiece of that offense. Everyone there knows how much they need Saquon Barkley, not only in the run game, but the pass game as well. Uh, immensely popular with the fan base as well, um, and that's a you know that's a fan base that really invests in the team. Whereas the Raiders, I think, are still kind of new in Vegas. And yeah, I think people would be upset if Josh McDaniels and Dave Ziegler moved on from Josh Jacobs. But with the way things have been going there, with the big rebuild, I mean, it, it would just be the next guy out the door. Basically, there's been so much turnover there, um, and and to me, Saquon Barkley just brings more to the table uh, as a complete running back three-down guy than, than maybe Josh Jacobs does. So, uh, you know, both key parts of, of their teams there. But, like, Jacobs, I, I don't want that to sound like I'm, I'm, you know, dumping on the guy. But, you know, how great were his rushing stats last year when his team still went 5-12 and 12 or 6-11? It, it, it felt a little bit empty, whereas at least Barkley is the centerpiece of a, a playoff team and a really good offense. So, so I still think Barkley's in a better spot there with the Giants. Um, okay. How about, uh, um, how about Deandre Hopkins? What, what was the money difference between the Patriots and the Titans? Yeah. I, I haven't seen anything concrete, but it feels like it was a few million dollars base. And then it felt like the Titans were adding incentives on top of it. So I think reports are that the Titans, 
it's like 12 million base for the first year and then incentives up to 15. I think the Patriots are more in like the $10 million range based on everything that's been reported and a couple things I've heard. So as usual, I think the Patriots were happy to have DeAndre Hopkins, but at their price, and it seems he's pretty clear he went to the, the team with the highest bidder. Um, I was a little surprised he kind of bit on the contract offer so soon. I thought he would maybe wait a week or two in training camp, see if there's an injury, you know, see if a team doesn't like its wide receiver core, and then, and then they come calling, see if he can get the Bills and Chiefs uh, more interested. But clearly he didn't, and he obviously thought that Tennessee would be uh, his best opportunity. I don't hate it. I, I think Brable's going to have that team back quickly. I think they've had a solid rebuild this offseason where they focused um, on the trenches, not exactly the sexy part of the team, but I think they're going to be a lot tougher on defense and better on the offensive line this year. Um, he knows the offensive coordinator, Tim Kelly, from they, they worked together in uh, in Houston, DeAndre Hopkins did. And I, I still think Tannehill is a decent quarterback. He, I like him better than Mac Jones. He, he's a better athlete, has a better arm than Mac Jones. Um, so, I, you know, DeAndre Hopkins clearly went for the money, but um, you know, I think if you're a Patriots fan, you're disappointed that Mac Jones needs all the help he can get, and the team once again like stuck to their number, and like it's just it's just a couple million more, and they weren't willing to extend themselves to do it. So pretty disappointing, I think, if you're a Patriots fan. Today. Yeah, um, it 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 is. Uh, so do they have? Is there anything else they can do between now and the start of the season to improve their offense? You know, the, there still could be a few veterans. Uh, released, you know, at some point during training camp. doesn't happen as often these days. The guy I keep, keep an eye on is, is like Corey Davis for the Jets. He's someone who is going to cost a lot this year, and I, I think he's probably safe with the Jets, but that could be a, a veteran-type move where maybe they, they decide during camp they just, they're stacked at that position. And So Corey Davis with the Jets, maybe, but obviously the Patriots wouldn't I don't think the Jets would trade him to the Patriots. That just doesn't happen too often. But otherwise, no. I mean, this is the Patriots. This is who their offense is. They got to dance with the date that they brought, you know. And it's an okay list of of weapons. Uh, You know, I kind of like Hunter Henry and Mike Kosicki at tight end. Juju Smith-Schuster, I think, could be a nice physical slot guy. And, you know, Kendrick Bourne has shown some flashes. Devontae Parker had some uh, big playability last year. But... They don't have anyone that scares you, no one that you've got a really game plan around. And when you look at the AFC, I mean, the Bills are loaded, the Bengals, the Chiefs, all those teams are loaded and are scoring 30-plus points a game, and that's just not what the Patriots seems to be built for right now. So uh, another kind of head-scratching, disappointing offseason for Patriots fans where they thought they were going to be a lot more fireworks, uh, and it's just been kind of business as usual once again. Um, Okay, what about – what about – Tyreek Hill, you know, I'm at 2,000 yards and we're going to win a Super Bowl, right? Um, I, I, it's weird. Wide receivers are like the only position in sports that can get away with being egomaniacs. And everybody just goes, ah, it's a wide receiver, right? Ah, wide receiver. Um, the Tyreek Hill thing is like super interesting, right? Like he wanted more money, he got more money, but he had to play for a team and his old team won the Super Bowl without him. What's the general feel for who Tyreek Hill is around the league? I mean, I think he's one of the most dangerous men in the NFL, and a guy who's starting to the, the career he's putting together. He's starting to think about Canton for this guy. Um, when I hear Tyree Kill talking about uh, the Dolphins, he's going to put up 2,000 yards. They're going to win the Super Bowl. I hear from Tyree Kill, hey, don't forget about us. You know, all the hype in the AFC East this year is with the Jets and the Bills, 
And the Dolphins uh, feel like also ran a little bit, which I don't think is fair. I think that's a team that could really surprise people this year. Uh, it obviously will come down to Tua and his health. They did um, they, they did acquire Mike White from the Jets, but I, I don't know if he's really a guy who can keep the uh, championship dreams going. But the underrated hire for them is Vic Fangio on defense. And if he could build the Dolphins into a top-five defense combined with Mike McDaniel's dynamic offense, the Dolphins could be real scary this year. So, uh, And that starts, obviously, with Tyree Kill. So this guy is, is still going to be one of the most dangerous uh, receivers in the NFL, and it just feels like he's saying, hey, guys, we're over here in Miami. Don't forget about us. we got a pretty good team. Yeah, no, it's it, it's true. It is there is a little bit of look at me, and they do have they do have a a, a pretty good team. It's, um, you know, it's interesting. Last year, we all thought AFC West loaded, stacked, right? And then, of course, the the Broncos stunk, and the Raiders were were disappointing, and the Chargers were the Chargers. The Chiefs end up winning the Super Bowl. Um, outside looking in. I mean, look, that division, the AFC East, looks incredible, right? Jets have a Hall of Fame quarterback. Dolphins have a stacked roster. The Patriots have the, arguably the greatest coach of all time. And, and then there's, the, of course, the Bills. AFC North, kind of similar. We'll see what Kenny Pickett has. And expectations are Deshaun Watson has to be better than he was last year. And they, they have just too much talent to be bad yet again. What, what's the what's the division that we're overrating that we think we look at and everybody's going to talk about? And then we're like, wah, wah, not that great. Good question. I, I think the AFC North might end up being a little overrated. And I don't think it's the Bengals. I love the Bengals. And to me, they proved so much last year by coming right back from that Super Bowl loss and being right in the mix and one bad penalty away from getting back to the Super Bowl. So I think the Bengals are awesome. But I do have my questions about the Ravens. You know, Lamar Jackson, time to prove it. Time to prove that you can stay healthy and be a winning quarterback and that you know, did they put enough around him at wide receiver? Is Odell Beckham going to be the answer? Uh, we'll see about the Steelers again. I look at the Steelers kind of like the Patriots. They're always going to be kind of eight eight wins, nine wins. Like, they're never going to be terrible and, and bottom out. But I just don't know how much firepower they're going to have with Kenny Pickett um, at quarterback. And then the Browns are kind of a big wild card, too. Deshaun Watson, you could expect a lot more for him in his second year in the Browns offense, a lot more comfortable now as opposed to last year when he was dealing with that suspension and couldn't practice much. So he says it's night and day already. We'll see about the Browns, whether they're able to finally capitalize on Deshaun Watson's big contract, obviously. But I think the AFC North, other than the Bengals, kind of a big toss up there. Do the Jets work? Does that thing work this year? I do. I'm picking the Jets to win the division. I think Aaron Rodgers is the difference. Uh, Doug, they were 7-10 and 10 last year in a pesky team. They were 7-3 and three at one point, and their season fell apart because their quarterback situation was so bad. But they were 7-10 and 10 and had the absolute worst quarterbacking in the league, 32nd in passer rating. So they don't even need Aaron Rodgers to be great. They just need him to be average. And I think they're a very dangerous team, loaded with talent on both sides of the ball. Um, and, yeah, I think Rodgers is the difference. He, he might not make a ton of big throws, but he's going to make the safe plays and going to get – Get the Jets offense in the right position and maximize the talent. I, I really do think it's going to work there. And I'm really, really excited to see what the Jets can do in the AFC East and whether they can knock off the Bills this year. Do Does Sean Payton save the career of Russell Wilson? <laughs> Good question. I, I do think he'll get more out of Russell Wilson this year, but I do, I still think 
the Broncos will be looking to move on after this year. I just I think they're going to decide that it's just not worth the massive investment. Uh, they can't get out of his contract this year, but there is an out next off season that that the the Broncos can move on. So no, I just think uh, they're biding time until they can get that off the books and find their next answer at quarterback, wherever that is. Maybe it's Jared Stidham. Who knows? They kind of stole him away from the Raiders uh, quietly, and, and he's going to be developing behind Russell Wilson. It'll be interesting towards the end of the season if the Broncos are out of it. Um, does Russell Wilson eventually get benched because the Broncos don't want to uh, pay you know the injury guarantee next year? That's a long way away. You know, plenty of football to be played between now and then. But I, unless Russell Wilson just comes out gangbusters this year, I would expect the Broncos to be looking to move on after this season. All right, that is the voice of the one and only Ben Volen from the Boston Globe. Ben, thanks so much for joining us. Really appreciate it. All right, Doug. Thanks, man. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporting handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from a full line of Toyo tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash sports to see their Toyo tire test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. Be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires at a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports, TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Job searching can be a lonely process. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, applications that vanish. It's time for a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the office near you. Each year, tens of thousands of job seekers find work with help of Express Employment Professionals, and Express helps people find all kinds of jobs, from manual manufacturing to logistics to customer service to accounting and more getting an interview with express can be as easy as a phone call and with just one application with express employment professionals you're in the running for numerous opportunities in your community make your job search easier by letting the professionals at express be your talent agent to find you the right spot on a great team express employment professionals is your one connection for getting a job visit expresspros.com today I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. 
With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I love giveaways. Who loves giveaways? You love giveaway? I could have used, used this information yesterday, Tyrek. Fox Sports Radio is teamed up with Tyrek.com. To give away a set of brand new, four brand new tires uh, valued up to $1,500 every two weeks this summer. That's right. Three lucky listeners will receive a set of four tires plus insulation, taxes, and fees um, valued up to $1,500. It's the summer of TireRack.com sweepstakes. Enter daily at, fire, at FoxSportsRadio.com. Increase your chances to win. Um, yes, you can register to win every single day to improve your chances. A winner will be selected every two weeks from now. And uh, all the way up until August 27th for a set of four brand new tires to enter, get rules, go to foxsportsradio.com, sponsored by TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Yeah, I had to, um, all of the tires on my mom's car and my car are Tire Rack tires. Uh, My daughter has a car and she had a nail in it that wasn't, fixable and that was before I had we had started working with tire rack and of course if you know about tire rack you get the two rear road hazard warranty so would have been covered so I'm gonna go uh, wait some tables later tonight to pay for that uh, that one lone tire boy and on like a Sunday when you like I got nothing to do I want to like dad I really need my tire fixed what am I gonna do she batted her eyes at me let's talk some baseball it's time for that's baseball the new york yankees led 3-1 in the eighth inning yesterday in colorado they led 7-5 in the 11th inning but still lost the game to the rockies this was the first loss the yankees history where they had multiple leads of two or more runs in the eighth inning or later how do you explain the yankees the greatest franchise in the history of sport 27 titles doing something for the first time in their illustrious history, finding a way to lose a game they rightfully should have won. And oh yeah, by the way, they spend more money than anybody else. That, my friends, is baseball. That's baseball. All right, um, saw this one. According to the those nerds who keep these kinds of stats. The Astros had a 99% chance of winning at one point Saturday night against the Angels. They lost that game. Then uh, on Sunday, the Angels had a 99% chance of winning after the eighth inning when they're up 7-9, to 7-4 going into the ninth inning. You guessed it. The Angels lost that game. Back-to-back nights, 99 percentile. How do you explain it? That's baseball. That's baseball. And then there's this, someone posted the year-to-year stats of Matt Carpenter. Remember Matt Carpenter? He's like a really good Cardinal, and then his career started to fade off. Well, last year with the Yankees, he played only 42 games, but he had an OPS of 1.138. Three years before, his OPS never went above .726. I mean, short right field porch, maybe. Pinstripes, maybe. That's baseball. That's baseball. (laughs) 
Have you guys gotten texts from everybody going like, oh, here's a stat, that's baseball. Did you see this game? That's baseball. My friends do it to me all the time. Red River Rivalry. Yeah, can you, uh, Jay Stu, can you say that fast? Red River Rivalry. Yeah, I don't like, uh, I typically think alliteration is the example of unimaginative people. Um, but can that's actually Red pretty R- good. That's can pretty you good. say Red River Rivalry? Oh, Red River Rivalry. Yeah. Say it again. Yeah. Red River Rivalry. Again. Red River Rivalry. That's why he's a pro, guys. That's it why is. he's a pro. That's, that's it. The R's are doing it. Jerry Rice is the name I have to say slow because it'll be Jerry Weiss if I say it too quickly. <laughs> really? Yes. When I was a kid, I couldn't pronounce my L's. And so my parents would say, say, la, 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 lobster. I'd say, la, 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 You're- la, yapster. <laughs> Yours is as a kid. Mine's as an adult. I still have trouble at times. Yeah, but I wish. But you, like you said, you have the diet of a twelve-year-old. So yes. it's okay. Yeah, I just learned Discover credit cards do something pretty awesome. At the end of your first year, they automatically double all the cash back you've earned. That's right, everything you earned doubled. The cash back from trips, restaurants, all doubled. Seriously, though, see terms and check it out for yourself at discover.com/slash/match. NASCAR Cup Series postponed on Sunday, so they race today in New Hampshire. Martin Truex Jr., the winner, third time that he's won this season. Joey Logano came in second. Summer League title game tonight, Rockets and Cavs. Rockets rookie Cam Whitmore named the Summer League's most valuable player. Doug, back to you. It's Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. Um, okay, let me, let me ask you guys this. I'll open your eyes, Mike's up. Okay, so uh, Larry Bird, what number? 33. That's easy, right? Jason Stewart, Magic Johnson. 32. Right. Uh, ironically, O.J. Simpson also 32, right? O.J. Simpson correct. was... I don't know why was... that's ironic, but yeah. I mean, one, um, one when guy you think killed of when, his when ex-wife you... <laughs> and the other guy didn't, so... And some guy who she may or may not have been stripping, right? We don't know about that when he was a waiter. Do we ever Do we ever get the bottom of that with Ron Goldman? Terrible. Um, anyway. Jeez. No, I'm just saying, like... Ever get to it, the bottom of what? Well... Why he was with her, like to bring back her sunglasses? Oh, yeah. That's it. That's the official story. Yep. Do we believe that story? Sure. Okay. Fine. Guy brings back, waiter brings back sunglasses to woman's house. That doesn't happen to you? Your waiters don't go to your house? Okay. No. No. But, I mean, again, maybe the service there is different. I'm not, I wasn't aware. Wasn't aware. Um, Okay. Let's see here. Uh, John Elway. Seven. Yeah. That was easy. Ooh, I got one. Dan Marino. 13. Hmm. Here's one that I think new age people would forget. Joe Montana. Well, he was 16 with the 49ers. I think he was 19 with the Chiefs. 16 is the one he's he's synonymous with, though, right? Yes. John's okay. right, though, right? 19 with the Chiefs? I believe so. I have a picture yeah. of him. I have, yes. a, I have a framed jersey. Len yes. Dawson wore 16, and so he didn't uh, wear 16. 19 is a horrible number. And he probably said something like, <laughs> it's, it's just six inverted. But nobody yes. wears 19. Nobody. Uh, well, Joe Montana wore 19 there. Okay, so <laughs> I'm saying nobody. I'm saying no one. My point is that superstar players, and basketball especially, like you have a number, and that's your number. So LeBron has done the 23 and he's done the six thing, right? He did bo- He did 23 when he was in Cleveland. He did six when he went to Miami. Then he switched back to 23, right? And then, and then he did 23 when he was in Cleveland the second time, I think. And then six with the Lakers. 
And so, I don't know, it's today or yesterday, he announced he's switching numbers back to 23. So here's the thing with LeBron that's really confusing. There's no, I, I guess, if you say LeBron is synonymous with what team, Byer, who would you say that is? Cavaliers. Jay Stu? No, I agree with Dan, but I know where you're going with this. He won the titles with the Heat. I, I didn't go anywhere with it. I'm, oh, okay. Ahead. Yeah, yeah. Cavs. I'll go Cavs. <laughs> Uh, Ramos. Yes, I agree. The Cavaliers. I think he's synonymous with the the he. I I don't actually think he has a home team. And look, he'll have been now. He's been with the Lakers longer than he was with the Heat. And there's potential to where he's with the Lakers almost as long as he's with the Cavs, right? No, no. Well, really? No, he was only in Miami four years, so he's been in L.A. longer five. than yeah. How many but, years was he in Cleveland? Well, he was there since 2000. He was drafted Three. in 2003. And then when did he, when did he leave? 2011. Okay, so and Then eight? came back for another four years. Okay, well, I'm, I'm saying in stints, right? Like this stint has been longer than the second Cavs stint, longer than the Heat stint. This is the second most, and I don't think he makes it to eight years. I think seven, but I mean, like, you never know with this guy. He likes to make money. He wants to play with his son, and he likes the attention. Like, it's not crazy. I think seven is probably what it lasts, so it'll be... Eight, seven, and I understand that we always we combine the Cavs thing, but it's a long stretch here with the Lakers. But no one would say he's synonymous with the Lakers, would you? Would you? Would Would anybody say that? No. I, I I put them. I actually put them second in terms of his three teams of who he's synonymous for. Even though he played in four finals in four years with the Miami. Yeah, Lakers. because I think it was about the big three. I think it was about even though he was the big dog, it was about it was also Dwayne Wade's team that he joined. He was the best player, and he was. Even when they lost in 2014, it was the only thing that they had against the Spurs, cramps and all. But yeah, it's my my opinion is that was the big three. I would take his Lakers tenure as almost more than him as a member of the Miami Heat. Remember, the Heat um, didn't even like it when he when he left. Like they were mad that he left to go back to Cleveland. No doubt, no doubt. I'm, I'm not saying what what those teams think. I'm just thinking like what we as Living, breathing sports fans think like when yeah. you think of when you when you close your eyes, you no, picture I, LeBron James. What number do you pick him in? Picture him in, and what jersey do you picture him in? Gold Cleveland Cavaliers jersey. Okay, that's number twenty three, right? Yep. Yeah. So he switched to six to twenty three, and he was uh, twenty three at one point with the Lakers. Right, so he and then he's back. Uh, right. Why do you think he's switching, Dan Byer? I actually do buy that it was a Bill Russell sort of thing. Wow. Um, yes, I don't. I as much as I think it is about. He, he likes to make it about LeBron. If he was, if he hadn't switched to twenty three yet, I would have maybe have thought it would be different in what you and Rick Buecher talked about in him and the Kobe retirement stuff. But since he was already twenty three at one point with the Lakers and then switched to six, I think we all thought, well, what's that all about? But now him switching back, I do actually believe that. He is paying respect. And I don't know if there are any other number sixes that were grandfathered in, but it'd be very difficult for them to continue to wear it if if LeBron isn't doing it. Yeah. 23, though, is a weird number to wear, though, right? Because that's clearly Jordan's number. When you see a 23, you do not think LeBron James. I will agree with that. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a weird one. And it's like, I'm sure growing up, Jordan was his idol. He was a Nike guy. It all made sense. Right? It all made sense. But then you're like, you yeah, don't know there. 
Um, and go ahead. There's no. There's. I was just going to say something about the the Cleveland time, though. I don't think that when you are looking at this, how much that championship not only meant to LeBron, but what it meant to Cleveland. Even if there was a point where he stayed a Laker for ten years, I don't think that it would overshadow or be able to take over what he did for Cleveland in being the Ohio kid that he is. That was I mean, that those franchises, the Browns and in Guardians now, are synonymous with failures and coming close and winning titles. And then you thought that maybe the Cavs were the same and then in twenty sixteen, what do you know? Down three one and they prove everything wrong. Like that is that that city almost could be defined by by that team in that NBA Finals series. Oh, I, I it was incredible, and by LeBron's account, it made him the greatest player ever. By the way, I'm just. Um, but it, it's it's weird. It's like we've entered this era, and I was just as you guys know, I was at Oklahoma State last weekend, and last week, and uh, in talking, and we were we were just talking about how like they have basketball. They have nine new players, nine, and of the returning players right other returning players only one of them started their career at Oklahoma State like it's insane and so we've reached this point where like in college athletics especially in basketball football a little bit less so there's a lot of transferring but not the numbers that you see in basketball um in in college athletics you're not going to be synonymous with a school and I think I personally think that hurts the kid when he's done. Like, have you guys seen this Hunter Dickinson, right? He's played at Michigan for four years, graduated, and was the number one guy in the portal. Transfers, he goes to Kansas. Now he's just, he's kind of crapping on Michigan. But it's like, hey, look, dude, that was your alma mater. Now, I know once you leave, it's really hard to go, hey, are we inviting him back for the alumni game or not? What are we doing? Um, But I... Uh, you know, now, so now you're a Kansas guy. You're gonna be at Kansas for like six months. Uh, now in the pros, it's much the same. I mean, go ahead and look around. It's like Damian Lillard will go down as an all-time great trailblazer, but it's not gonna sit all that well when he comes back. I I thought Shaq. I thought Shaq once he went to play for the Celtics. Like I'm surprised that he. I mean, he was so physically dominant in their three championships. But there's a lot of there's a lot of. Other stuff to Shaq. He did win a title in Miami. You know, he did start his career in Orlando. You know, he's remembered as a Laker, but we're just, we've reached a different era. And now when we have guys playing in multiple numbers, and like, look, Kobe obviously had multiple numbers. We all know what. When we think of Kobe, does anybody think of number eight Kobe? Do we all think of 24? I think of eight. Actually, I, I do. Yeah. It's funny. I, 24 the change to 24 to me to me and I always I'm always foggy on the fog line on the on the timeline here that I always thought in my head that he switched from 8 to 24 to start a new to like push reboot get Eagle Colorado behind him so I always saw that number change as like a brand reboot um, if you go back, the timeline doesn't quite meet that. But I, I like thinking about that because that's the most interesting. That's the most dramatic. I don't care if it's true. He didn't. Um, he didn't. Was it why he changed the number? I, I don't think that's why he changed the number. No, I, I, I went. I did a, like a deep dive once and, and noticed that it, the 
it was a couple years separation there between the ending of the Eagles stuff and that. But anyways, to answer, to answer your question, I think uh, 24 is what I associate Kobe with just because he won, I guess, the most recent titles with that, right? Yeah, and uh, yes, and he kind of, it's interesting because he was, he was, by his own accounts, was not good in his last year. But he somehow got to this place uh, where he was beloved. He was not, he was really, polarizing is a nice thing to say about Kobe when he was at his young peak. Like he was not well liked in the league and not terribly likable uh, from, from fans, right? Got, but players like admired his skill, but he wasn't beloved. And then by the end, he was beloved it wasn't nearly the player that he was any, uh, previously, but it was just a completely different feeling towards him. I don't know if I'm alone in this, and maybe I could be wrong, but I get the sense of all the highlights that I see of Kobe, so many are from the Shaq years. Like You don't see tons of highlights from like the 09 and the, the 2010 championships. Am I wrong in feeling that way? Like I feel like I, you know, we always see the alley-oop with Shaq. We see that, but I almost feel like we see the younger Kobe a lot more in highlights. Maybe I'm wrong. No, I think you're right. I think you're right. There are more memorable moments in the eight. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I don't know. I 24 was definitely his team. That would be the difference. But he was, he was more at his athletic peak in eight. I, I yes. Yep. It'd be it'd be an interesting you talk about deep dive. It'd be an interesting deep dive to go through Kobe highlights you see and see and like just mark down like which one's eight, which one's twenty four. It's Ooh. also it's also funny too because the the more we go, like it's crazy to me to think that there's a generation of of kids out there that only know Albert Pujols as an angel. Yeah, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. like that's that's crazy for me to think. Yeah. But you know, the further we get away from it, the more that. Tends up at, or tends to happen. Well, there was always that musical joke, right? The musical joke was, you know, did you know Paul McCartney was in a band for Wings? <laughs> <laughs> and it was obviously the Beatles. So that's you're right. As we get older, the younger kids are not going. They don't remember the Beatles. They just oh Wings or however McCartney's solo. So anyway, that's even dated too because McCartney's like seventy years old now. So be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at three p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that'll elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from a full line of Pirelli tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see the Pirelli test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. Be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires at a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Job searching can be a lonely process. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, applications that vanish. It's time for a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the office near you. Each year, tens of thousands of job seekers find work with help of Express Employment Professionals, and Express helps people find all kinds of jobs, from manual manufacturing to logistics to customer service to accounting and more getting an interview with express can be as easy as a phone call and with just one application with express employment professionals you're in the running for numerous opportunities in your community make your job search easier by letting the professionals at express be your talent agent to find you the right spot on a great team express employment professionals is your one connection for getting a job visit expresspros.com today from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. On a nice play by the third baseman Peraza in the ninth inning. And he drives it to left. His first home run of the year is a walk-off. Touch of all time. Alan Trail. The comeback kids. Works so hard, Alan Trejo. He gets the walk-off knock. That was our progressive play today. Progressive is making things easier. They help you bundle your home and car insurance together. You can save on both. Learn more at progressive.com or call one 800 progressive KOA on the call, 850 Rockies Radio Network. Rockies win, 8-7. In 11 innings, our progressive play of the day. Let's get to the press. The press. Dan Byer, what do you got? Doug, I'm going to start out NFL Network Insiders handling a tweet from Jonathan Taylor in two different ways. So Saquon Barkley doesn't get his long-term deal. Neither does Josh Jacobs. The Colts running back Jonathan Taylor took to Twitter to say, Wow, period. Tom Palacero chose to just retweet it. Ian Rappaport had to do the quote retweet and put the eyeballs on the tweet. Hmm. So we have two different ways. I am a fan of Palacero's. It's Jonathan Taylor's tweet. I will continue to uh, promote it by retweeting the interesting note. Rappaport then made it about himself, 
where his tweets now got 1,300 likes. Hmm. Um, that's fascinating. Jay Stu, how would you have tweeted that one? Would you have done the eyeballs? Yes, and uh, Dan Sinatra could have done the eye- be You would have right. done the eye- eyeballs or just retweeted it? <laughs> Jason, you would have done the eyeballs or you would have just retweeted it? Probably retweeted it. Yes. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, what else you got? Um, I mean, I, we, we know what that's about, right? I'm, he's next up in terms of star running back, long-term contract. Uh, but again, I, I think part of this is, can you strike while the iron's hot? Do you have reasonable expectations? And understanding that that's the mark of the position you played. He, he, he's, he's better than Saquon out of the backfield catching it, I believe, right? Um, you could make the argument that Taylor at some point is the best running back in the league. But th- this is the position, and this is where the market is. Rappaport is also the king of when he doesn't break a story, he adds something to it when somebody else breaks it Got by it, letting right. everybody know that he knew that this had been going on for days. This had been going on for weeks. Yeah, like he just he he can't help himself. He just he can't just retweet something and let it be. All right, tickets for the first four open practices for the New York Jets. Yes, sold out in three minutes, according to ESPN. Everybody wants a glimpse of Aaron Rodgers. Now, we go to Chargers, um, Rams, and Cowboys camp every year. And I tell you, I love it. I mean, I, it's it's the hard. It's like, I, I want to know those dates, so I, I'm not on vacation those days. That's how much I enjoy it. They're great but days. Would you pay money to go see that in the stands? You know, maybe it's too expensive for people to see, you know, a Fair game. Enough. Fair point, dog. Maybe they just want to see Aaron Rodgers. Uh, I do have a baseball note to pass along. Yeah. USA Today reporting the Astros have uh, reached out to the Cubs, wanting to talk about Marcus Stroman or Cody Bellinger. Cody Bellinger. It's just so weird to hear Cody Bellinger Cubs, right? Cody Bellinger yes. Cubs. Not Cody Bellinger Dodgers. And that's the Wipe press. Wipe the tears away, Ramos. That was the press. All right, a uh, couple big things. The big thing you're being told is that Saquon Barkley, oh, the running back market stinks. Sort of. But look, this is the collective bargaining agreement. He gets $10 million this year. And guess what? If you're the Giants, what was your motivation? You can franchise tag him a second time at probably a little bit north of $10 million. So they didn't. And Saquon Barkley's a Giant. He won't sign until week one of the season. This is the Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandslots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. 
Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.